and welcome. You are listening to an episode of the Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. We really hope that you enjoy and benefit from this episode. So, hello, folks, and welcome to a special episode from the Sales Chat Show. This is uh, episode number three in a series of five episodes, the five key principles of key account management. And this is episode number three, quality is what the customer says it is. So it's just Mr. Jesson and I. Today, we, Professor Jones has academic responsibilities, so I thought what a fantastic opportunity for me to grill Phil, who is without a doubt one of the world's leading experts in all things key account management, and extract his wisdom for our sales chat show listeners. So, Phil, quality is what the customer says it is. Mm. Please explain what that means, sir. Uh, well, um, I've worked with all sorts of organizations that will confidently and proudly tell me that they're doing a good job. And then I will say, well, has that been sort of validated by the customer? Well, not really, but they've not complained or said anything. Uh, well, that's not what I'm talking about here. Uh, what I'm talking about here is being proactive in finding out how the customer feels about what is going on. And there are great sales opportunities associated with this type of meeting as well. Um, so one of the labels that often gets used to describe it um, is a key account audit. And what we're actually auditing is how well we are doing compared to the customer's expectations. What we want to find out, of course, is whether we're not just meeting expectations, but whether we're exceeding them as well. Now, to carry out one of these key account audits, and let's assume that with each key account, you're going to do this once or twice a year. Um, probably the meeting is going to take a little bit longer than what you would call a normal routine meeting. So the first thing you have to do is to sell it in to make sure that the customer is going to add on an extra 15, 20 minutes or something uh, to do it. Uh, so if you were to think of the words that you might use face to face or in an email, to jack this up, you're probably saying something like you're an important key account for us, as you know, and we want to make sure that we're always exceeding your expectations and are in tune with how your business is changing and developing. So from time to time, we carry out key account audits with people like yourself, blah, blah, blah. And we'll be in touch to arrange the date with you at a time that's suitable. But these audits normally take 30 to 40 minutes each. Please be open and honest in your feedback, including how you feel about the support you get from me as your account manager. We value your business and the partner status that we enjoy. We've worked hard to earn it. We want to learn and improve in order to retain your business and support in the future. Blah, blah, blah. That's a very, so have to, that's a very, that's a very succinct but quite powerful positioning, Philip. It, it is indeed. And then, of course, having sold the thing in, yeah. so we can assume now that the customer has allocated the right amount of time for a meeting like that. Um, if we were only allowed by law to ask three questions, if that is, if that was the case, 
those questions have to be built around the word expectation because the customer's expectation is the scorekeeper at work here. Okay. So if we were only allowed to ask three questions, they would be, where are we currently meeting your expectations? Where are we currently exceeding your expectations? Where are we currently falling short of your expectations? But, of course, we can ask a lot more than three, but maybe not any more than 10 or 11 or 12. Uh, we might want to ask at that audit, well, are there any unresolved issues at the moment? Or how do we compare to other companies you are using or have used in the past? Questions like, how would you sum us up in a sentence? Or how do you measure the contribution we're making to your business? Do you see us as a supplier or a partner? If the customer says supplier, well, what would we have to do then to be a partner in your eyes. Uh, I'm a great fan of wacky questions, as you know, Simon. And one of these would be, well, if we were an animal or a bird, uh, what would we be? My most amusing example of that was the customer who turned around to the account manager and said, well, I think you're a bit like an elephant, your organisation. Um, you stomp around a bit and you crap on us from a height. Um, I think that... <laughs> and I know, I know for some of our <laughs> listeners that that, that uh, uh, you listen to, and Phil has described them as wacky, right? They might be, they might be, they might seem like really, really unusual questions, but they allow the customer to use like a metaphor, don't they, or an analogy, yeah. or or whatever. And yeah. and and I I think if you're being described in those terms as an yeah. elephant, that's that's pretty. Ouch, right? That's, that's pretty, pretty ouch. ouch. Yeah, that's, you know, that's pretty ouch. And uh, there will be many more, as you can imagine. What well, One of the interesting things about these key account audits is that, generally speaking, most of the time, customers really enjoy them because they like talking about their business and they respect the fact that we've turned up to be audited. But there does come a moment, and I describe it, Simon, as the second cup of coffee moment, there we are, 30 minutes in, the customer's showing no sign of losing interest or having to dash off. And there comes that, well, do you fancy another coffee? And at that point, that's where I would suggest that we change gear and yeah. we start to ask questions about the future. For example, how is your business changing and developing? What do we, as your partner, need to understand about that? What pressures will you face in the future? What are the top three objectives for your company in the future? How are you going to achieve those? Where could we help you achieve those? How could we add more value in the future? Uh, what do you see as the big relationship issues for us in the future? Uh, what would we need to do to score 10 out of 10 in the future? Mm. And, of course, there is always time and a place for a cheeky, sales question like where would you be happy to see us have more of your business in the future 
So you've, uh, so you've earned the right to ask that question, haven't you? Right? The right you've earned the right to ask that question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and that, the... that that question is now number 15, 16, 17 or whatever. And let's not forget that last little question. Is there anything else I need to know before I go back to the office and give this some thought? Or is there anything else I need to know before I tell you how I think we can help you? And sometimes that little sweeper question will identify things like, yeah, yes, there is something you leave you need to know. Uh, I'm leaving the company next week. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, ah. And now we suddenly find from nowhere there's a piece of information like that that we need yeah. to be very aware of. So those quality audits, key account audits, call them what you will, they should be carried out with people on a one-to-one -one basis. This okay. is not a yep. committee. Everybody will have their opinions and everybody will have different opinions. So if there are three people involved in a decision-making process, you're probably going to have to do three of those one-to-ones. And if for whatever reason somebody is ill on the day, then send them the questions by email and make sure you've captured them. If there's a key decision influencer on the way up, you might also want to rope that individual in as well and make sure you're asking him or her those same questions. But this is really all about making sure that we fully understand how the customer feels. And as a strategy, this is about developing our own business from the outside in. It's making sure that everything is right at the customer end. And if it is right at the customer end, that will grow our business organically and quite naturally. I think the uh, the thing that 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 just springs to my mind, Phil, when you talk about customer expectation, customer expectations are the scorekeeper. I think is how you described it. Is <clears throat> if it's been six months or a year since you've had this conversation, those expectations might have changed. You yeah. know, simplistic yeah. example because of Amazon and and things like you know, next day delivery is not exciting anymore, right? It's like that's just normal, right? Business as usual. So, you know, it's not it's not it's not the best example I can come probably come up with, but expectations yeah. change, don't they, over time and shift, and you've got to make sure you're you're current and up to date. And I think as well, um, just based on a fairly recent conversation I've had with one of my key 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 stakeholders, is don't get defensive about the feedback. You've got to listen honestly to the feedback and consider it, not try and rationalize it away. Um, the example given was, you know, like doing net promoter, net recommender score, particular particular customer, they were on a seven out of ten. Where you know, you want to be in an eights, nines, and tens, right? And the response from quite a senior manager is, well, my customer never gives any more than a seven. Does the customer never give any more than a seven? Or have they had no reason to give you more than a seven or anybody else? I think maybe the comment was, no, they don't give any supplier more than seven out of ten. Yeah. Well, what, not, what do we need to do to get an eight or a nine then? That, yeah. that would kind of be, rather than to be defensive and to dismiss it and say that they're just tough markers. Yeah question what 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 will we need to do to get an eight or a nine from you next next year next time round in 12 yeah. months time what would what would we need to do to close that gap yeah absolutely rather i think than get all you know defensive about it yeah. which i think is really missing the gift 
the gift of that feedback from the from yeah. the customer. But I mean, I think those questions really powerful series of questions there, folks, for you to to, to just just one final asking. point on that. I mean, as as consultants and speakers, Simon, we, we of course will come up with recommendations from time to time, which our client will say, well, actually, we've given that some thought and we've tried it. It didn't really work for us. But on this issue of a key account audit, the interesting thing for me is that whenever I go back to talk to my clients about it, they are always doing more of these key account audits, not less. Nobody to this day has ever said we tried it and it was a waste of time. People have said we've tried it and it worked incredibly well. Great. So this is not, folks, this is not theoretical. This is backed up by, you know, clients saying this is something that's incredibly valuable for them to do. So, yeah. you know, su suggest you, you, if you're not doing this, uh, listen back, transcribe those questions from Phil and and go in and, and have those have those important review meeting so you can really understand your customers expectations phil thank you very much for sharing your your wisdom there so this was number three in a series of five episodes the five key principles of key account management and um episode four is coming up which is key account management is a team sport which phil and i are going to go and record for you right now, folks. So there are over 250 episodes in the Sales Chat Show back catalogue. You can find them all at saleschatshow.com, our website, or from whichever podcast platform you prefer to access. We're on all the major podcast platforms. So hoping you'll find a lot of episodes there that will be valuable, useful, and inspiring for you. And in the meantime, Phil and I, would just like to wish you good luck and good key account management, folks. You have been listening to an episode of The Sales Chat Show. To stream or download a host of further free episodes that will power your sales success, please visit saleschatshow.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. And from everyone here at The Sales Chat Show, we'd like to wish you good luck and good selling. Mm -hmm.